Hey, you. Do you have like 10 minutes, but you still want to do good? Well, you're in luck because it's time for a mini episode of the official Do Good Better podcast. Listen, we'll chat about a topic that's relatable, tangible, and frankly doable at your small or medium-sized nonprofit. Join me, Patrick Kirby, or maybe even a surprise host to walk through an overly caffeinated conversation about doing good better. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast mini episode. Hey there, friends. Before we get to a brand new episode of the official Do Good Better podcast, we want to thank you, the listener, for subscribing and sharing with all of your nonprofit friends. Most importantly, we need to be thanking the sponsors to this very show. Hey, if you're in the market for a CRM system that makes your life easier, there is no better item in your fundraising toolbox than DonorDoc. DonorDoc is not only the premier sponsor to the show, it is the premier and intuitive CRM system that not only has everything you want, but has zero things you don't. No one needs complicated, especially when you wear 10,000 different hats at your nonprofit. So get DonorDoc and use Do Good Better at checkout and get a month free to try it out. Thanks, DonorDoc, for being an awesome sponsor. Hey, speaking of life being easier, fundraising is not... And as a listener to this podcast, I hope you found some insight and tips and tricks on how to make it a little less challenging. But if you're looking for a more content, more done-for-you templates, weekly support, and a community of other do-gooders like yourself to either commiserate, challenge, co-create, or celebrate with, join Do Good University. Hey, it's our brand new membership site. We have hours and hours of on-demand trainings, exclusive guest expert webinars, and access to the entire Do Good Better crew to answer all of your pressing questions. All of that is for an affordable monthly fee. So visit dogooduniversity.com or click the link in the show notes for details. Hey, get ready for another episode of the official Do Good Better podcast. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast, where we help small and medium-sized nonprofits do good better. Join host Patrick Kirby as he chats about the latest nonprofit trends, challenges, and success stories. Plus, you'll get actionable advice to help you be even awesomer. If you're a nonprofit professional, volunteer, or supporter, this show is for you. We'll tackle all the big topics like fundraising, marketing, and volunteer management. Our only goal to bring you the information and inspiration you need to take your organization to the next level. So grab that giant caffeinated or adult beverage and get ready to do good better. You're listening to the official Do Good Better podcast. We are so excited to be taking over this episode, uh, co-hosting for International Women's Week coming up. My name is Bridget Cornier. I'm here with Do Good Better Consulting. And um, joining me today is my colleague and friend, Leah Reed. Hello. And um, we're also very excited to be inviting um, a special guest, Christy Dower, the executive director of North Dakota Women's Business Center. Hi, Christy. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. So um, in honor of our theme, International Women's Day, and Patrick, um, 
also not even being in the office next week, we are putting together a little takeover, um, girl style. Um, so at here at Do Good Better Consulting, we do all things for small to medium-sized nonprofits. That definitely includes fundraising, um, but we also really focus on equity and embracing that. And that is, uh, luckily for us, the theme this year for International Women's Day. So uh, because of this theme, we thought, what better person to talk about um, how to uh, involve women in business than none other than Christy. So Christy, I'm going to turn it over to you. We're so excited to hear from you and how you think about this theme this year um, and how you see this working in our state of North Dakota. So let's Let's start it off with a nice introduction. Why don't you introduce yourself um, and what does equity mean to you? Sure. So uh, Christy Dower with the North Dakota Women's Business Center, as you mentioned, uh, and, you know, just a champion for uh, women and um, all the good things across the state, right? Uh, women are doing uh, rock star things. It's not necessarily a gender conversation. Women just approach uh, business, nonprofit ownership, and uh, the way they spend their money differently. Uh, and so um, uh, as far as the question, what is equity? Uh, this is something that, you know, our organization really spent the last uh, year and a half trying to decide, right? Do, do we need to exist? Does the Women's Business Center still trying to solve challenges that exist in today's uh in today's world. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, overwhelmingly, we heard based on the feedback of our listening session, our clients told us that barriers still exist. Women start and approach business differently. When I think about the question, what is equity? Uh, you know, just a great conversation. Again, um, you know, our organization, uh, hosted eight listening sessions across the state of North Dakota. And based on the feedback from our clients, uh, we uh, took forward that barriers still exist. Mm -hmm. Women um, will uh, start their businesses on savings, personal savings, mm -hmm. or 401k. Credit cards are often used. Uh, and um, so, again, just the approach to business is different. Mm -hmm. And so when I think about equitable access, uh, what does that look like and how can we provide the tools and resources to get women the equitable access to uh, economic opportunities across the state? Mm -hmm. So good. Love that. Mm -hmm. And I, th I think equity is a really interesting word this year for International Women's Day because it doesn't mean everyone gets the same amount of resources. It might mean different resources for different people and different situations, too. Um so we put a couple questions together for you. So Leah, if you want to take the next one here. Sure. Yes. So we wanted to ask you just, I've worked on the for-profit business side. I'm a woman. I now am involved with many nonprofits on the consulting side. So um, we just want to hear what are some unique challenges in North Dakota that you feel women-owned businesses and nonprofits face? Great question. Uh, there are certainly some gaps that North Dakota is, um, you know, rising uh, uh, to the forefront. Um, in a recent study, uh, 13 counties have more than three times as many young children than licensed childcare slots. Wow. So you think about that and just um, especially in, you know, rural North Dakota and uh, as you look at the landscape and geography of North Dakota, that's a huge that's gap. Huge. That's a huge gap. And mm -hmm. so um, 
two North Dakota counties have no capacity for child, according to um, a study that I was recently uh, checking out. Um, and then, you know, the other piece of it is um, uh, adult volunteers. You know, uh, we're seeing adult volunteers be more thrifty with their time. Mm -hmm. I think after the pandemic, uh, you know, a lot of uh, adults just decided, hey, where do I want to spend my time? Mm -hmm. uh, people are changing the way they work, uh, you know, working from home, that remote life right, work right. is a thing, oh, right? Oh, for sure. And if if you're working from home, you're not going to the local coffee shop, right. you're not going and running errands at lunch. And so our economy is then impacted as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And unless you're at home, you know, checking out the news or doing your thing. It's like some of those things are in your face. Like you say, when you go to a local coffee shop and somebody's putting something out for volunteering for an event or whatever that looks like. Yeah, those are some, those are some good stats. So a lot of our listeners, a lot of our clients, folks that we work with on a daily basis, um, they, they come to us saying, I want to start a nonprofit. I see a gap. I see a gap in my community and it's not being met. Or they'll say, I want to start a business. Um, I mean, you probably run into this a lot in your daily life too. Um, so what is your advice to those people? What are like the, what are the first initial steps that you recommend that they take if they're interested in starting a nonprofit or a business? Uh, great question. This is something that I get super passionate about. Uh, so Leah, Bridget, I am so grateful that, um, you know, Do Good Better uh, exists because we actually refer clients to you when yeah. they come in for the nonprofit mm -hmm. world. Uh, because it is, uh, while it's while it is a different um, legal entity, mm -hmm. a lot of the same challenges exist when it comes to oh, yeah. you know, cash flow and mm -hmm. uh, grant timing mm -hmm. versus when do I have customers coming in the door? So uh, while the legal uh, entity might be different, right. I think some of the conversation around the business is very similar. Mm -hmm. uh, so again, uh, yes, yeah, something I get super passionate yeah. about. Uh, the first thing, you know, probably thinking about that would be uh, is asking yourself the question, is this a passion project or is this really a problem worth solving? Oh my gosh. I love, I'm stealing it. <laughs> I'm stealing that. That's, that's, such a, that's such a good line. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, there's this false reality of um, it's so glamorous right. to start, you know, a nonprofit. And in reality, yes, there are some really rewarding pieces of founding your own right. nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And so um, just being clear on your why, and that's often what we will suggest to our business clients is start with your why. Why are you doing this? Right. Is this to, um, you know, build generational wealth? Mm -hmm. Is this to, um, you know, scale across the state? Right. Is this to leave an impact? And that will help you frame those decisions along the way. Uh, secondly, um, thinking about your foundation. I think that, uh, you know, uh, I've, we've also seen, you guys probably see this too. Hey, there's this really large grant mm -hmm. and I want to go after this grant yep. because I'm going to solve this issue with mm -hmm. this grant, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you think about that foundation, and this can be with a business because we'll also get that question of, you know, gosh, I want this grant because I want to start this business, right. right? And if you build your business based on that initial grant, 
Uh, thinking about that foundation year over year is very important. Mm. So diversifying either your revenue streams yep. mm. uh, between grants and program income is incredibly important to make sure you have that solid, sustainable foundation sure. beyond that grant. Mm-hmm. Um And then third, uh, of course, North Dakota has a lot of really great resources like you guys to start, uh, you know, especially when it comes to that nonprofit world. So lean on those resources, lean on those experts and lean on that um, opportunity to uh, really connect and Mm -hmm. and, um, join as uh, as you think about, is this just a passion project right. that I want to do um, because I want to exit my right. work situation? Or is this a problem that is a gap in our community? Right. And what does that look like around right. there? Those passion projects can turn into friend raisers instead of fundraisers when you get down to it too, right? It's like you need that, that certain support. whether that's from family or what that looks like family and friends but yeah I love that is it a passion project or is it is it a true gap that needs that needs attention well and you brought up the family and friends uh and it is a friend raising I love Mm, that analogy uh but truly whether it's a nonprofit or a for-profit business um you have to be able to market this outside of your uh you know 10 closest friends right. or your, you, know, you have to be able to sell yep. either your stories or your product or your service beyond, uh, you know, your core knit of family right. and friends. Mm, right. And so if your business is truly to build on, you know, uh, you have to have that sustainable right. foundation right. beyond um, the 10 people you're closest to. Because no money, no mission. Right. Like money. no, no, no money, no business either. Right, right. So yeah, you have to think about that cash flow. Yeah. And then that's why I say, you know, we know we mention a lot about nonprofits, but it's so for for profit businesses too, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we say a lot in the office, you know, for profit businesses could learn how to treat their customers like nonprofits treat their donors. You know, they align very well. So even though we throw out nonprofit, there are a lot of takeaways that you can take away as a for profit business too. Well, uh, and and to just hit that one home further, a uh, great analogy, Leah, yep. and I, I uh, agree wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, again, uh, if you're not thinking beyond that initial grant that right. you're going after or that initial uh, project or event or whatever it might be, um, you know, uh, we'll often think about, you know, what is the three-year strategy? What's the five-year strategy? Uh, because otherwise, again, whatever legal entity you formed under, you're going to have to make choices um buying inventory, right. uh, planning an event, mm-hmm. or filling your fridge at home. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, you have to have those supporters and you really have to have that interest and that strong foundation. Yep. Such a good point. Perfect. Love that answer. Um, our last question that I have mm-hmm. here for you um, is three practical takeaways our nonprofit audience can use or apply to build a more equitable community? Uh, wow, these questions are <laughs> really great. We had a lot of fun preparing these. Yeah. What do we want to pick Christy Dower's brain on? <laughs> uh, you know, um, th- 
three things. So let's start out with engaging with your clients, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you are um, either seeking to support a specific demographic or um, or already in business, but want to, you know, know how closely, um, you know, I think there's an analogy out there, the sniff test. Right? Oh, yeah. are, you, yep. are you close to your yep. clients? Are you following <laughs> <Right>. the mission? <laughs> and, um, oh, if, instead of, um, you know, instead of just checking boxes right. for a grant, what sustainable uh, metrics are you um, planning? And uh, what does that engagement with your client look like? Uh, what are they saying? Mm. You know, what's the feedback loop look like? Right. Are you hitting the audience that you mm -hmm. intend to? What are your demographics look like? Have you looked at your market research? So really that engagement piece is really key. Mm -hmm. Secondly, <laughs> I get really passionate about addressing systemic inequalities you know, uh, we just we just talked about money follows yeah. mission, right, yeah. Bridget? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. You mentioned that, and so um, asking yourself, do partnerships exist? Mm. Uh, and and thinking about that, how can we be collaborative of partners and walk side by side? Right. Uh, or how how is this thing that mm -hmm. I'm building unique and different from what's out there? Right. Mm -hmm. You guys probably see this all yep. the time. Yep. Oh, I'm, I'm smiling because it's, it's so true. Because, yep. uh, you know, nonprofits, even though you might be all working towards the same goal um, or a same problem, doesn't mean you're in competition with right. one another. Right. And perhaps you're stronger together. Yeah. I love that. There are oftentimes we get reached out for podcast guests and, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people would might think that, right? It's competition. Mm -hmm. It's not. Let's collaborate. Let's put, you know, who's missing what pieces where and let's plug it in to make it a whole thing. Yeah. Right. So it's well, such a good point. And one of the favorite things that I love to do uh, is uh, nonprofits helping nonprofits, yep. right? And mm -hmm. linking arms where, hey, this is a service that we no longer offer or or um, perhaps this is a client base. Right. If you're thinking about businesses and service, uh, you know, service-based businesses, uh, this, is a, this is a demographic that I don't plan on serving. Right. This, this client group is somebody that I'd like to refer to you. And then how do you, how do you pass the clients that do make sense back and right. forth, right? right? So that way you, um, you know, you laser focus on who your ideal target is, right. uh, who your ideal donor looks right. like, what are the, um, you know, what are the pain points in the community and, and how can you solve those? Yep. Uh, boy, and that brings me to th the third question, right? Or third point, um, you know, I, and that would probably be what does diversity look like? Mm -hmm. And this, uh, especially when I think about nonprofits, uh, what does diversity look like in your clients that you're right. serving? Uh, mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, in your board, right? What does diversity look like? Um, is it in and diversity uh, can be gender? Yep. Diversity can be age socioeconomic status, um, or geography. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know, boy, we're all rocking the, the zoom, the virtual life right. these days. Uh, how can you incorporate some of those diverse, uh, thought leaders right. into your organization? So they are challenging the way that you go about, mm -hmm. uh, the good work that you're trying to do. Right. Um, and I value, uh, and welcome and support, um, you know, a training for staff, for volunteers, mm, for, mm, you mm. know, we did some, um, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion training uh, with our team. Sure. And uh, just so that, um, you know, we can be, um, you know, uh, champions for that. 
your employee handbook. Right. Something that people forget all the right. time. Mm-hmm. Maybe, hey, I've got it. Check the box. It's done. Right. But have you thought about, um, you know, different uh, diversity, uh, you know, different mm-hmm. scenarios, mm-hmm. work from home? Right. Are you incorporating that in your uh, go-to-market strategy. So, uh, you know, I think three things, um, engaging with your clients, secondly, address the systemic inequalities that exist, mm-hmm. and uh, three, bringing some diversity in your board or um, in um, uh, in the clients that you serve, yeah. and how are you bringing that in? I love that, and I love that diversity training, too. That's mm-hmm. so great. Awesome. Well, with that, we're going to just wrap it on up. We cannot thank you enough, Christy, for joining us here on the official Do Good Betters podcast. Um, and uh, so for people to connect with you, uh, to follow up, to say hey, to say thanks for joining, um, how can they reach you? Great. Uh, please don't text me. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, that's my eight-year-old that you're interacting with. <laughs> Um, uh, no, uh, um, you know, LinkedIn is a, is a great, uh, messaging platform that I like to use as far as the center. Uh, we have a great team, uh, across the state to really start and grow businesses. And so if that's something you're interested in, ndwbc.com is a great first step to your resourcing. Perfect. Thanks so much, Christy. You bet. Thank you. Fundraising is hard. And as a listener to this podcast, I hope you found some insight and tips and tricks on how to make it a little less challenging. But if you're looking for a lot more content, done-for-you templates, weekly support, and a community of other do-gooders like yourself to commiserate, challenge, co-create, or celebrate with, I want to invite you to join Do Good University. It's our brand new membership site. We're going to have hours of on-demand trainings, exclusive guest expert webinars, and access to the Do Good Better crew to answer all of your pressing questions, all for an affordable monthly fee. So visit dogooduniversity.com or click the link in the show notes for details.